0: Chance oh. TV. Mm-hmm. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle—they are having baby number two—and they revealed this in this really lovely park um, black and white shoot, which was in various film publications. Um, Mr. Macaroni was highlighted as somebody that he's been doing this since secondary school. A lot of his classmates were basically saying, "This is him," like he fights against injustice. He will wash the gutter for juniors who are under. Um, punishment this isn't for clout this is who he is so i do worry about you know they're saying things like they want to start opening pubs um but not indoors outdoors as if corona you know said, ooh, 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 no we're outside it's the oxygen outside let's stop personally my favorite scene um was the scene with Broshagi. for me around 15 minutes it was dragging i was like okay are we going to reach a resolution right now are we just going to keep dragging the storyline in terms of they're being rude to one another Something fishy going down. Something fishy. Something fishy going down, down, down. Down, down, down. Down, 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 down. Let me see you move, baby. Let me see you. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Enjoy your own. Enjoy your luck, Like junk can come below. Okay, guys, I'm in a very giggly mood today. <laughs> Hi guys, welcome to the May and Welcome to another instalment of Watch Trending, where I give the lesson of what's popping in the world of celebrity, celebrity and in our world of today. Guys, I'm so sorry. Am I been new I didn't upload um Watch Trending yesterday, and that's just because I was so tired. Oh my goodness. Like I woke up and um i was resting on monday anyway but i was still trying to force work here and there like if you know me you know that i'm a bit of a workaholic i knew that i was tired from the weekend you know valentine 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 has got me you valentine so i was tired from the weekend but i was still like doing some work here and there Instead of me to rest. So Tuesday now came and I felt the burnout. Like I was like, okay, I actually cannot film today. I tried to get myself up, said, okay, let me film without makeup. Because makeup is a real hassle for me sometimes. I just slunk. Um, I was like, let me just do it without makeup. And I just couldn't get, I just, my body was aching. I was like, okay, cool. I'll just do it on Wednesday. So I apologize that Watch trending is a bit late this week. Um, but hopefully we can get straight into the trends. I've got my peppermint tea here. So, in terms of um, in terms of celebrity news, let's go with um, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry. I'm unsure as a publication as to whether MCCV should still be referring to them as the Duke and Duchess of of Sussex because they have left their roles um, or they've stepped back from their duties. Senior Royals um, and have moved over to Canada and they're living their best life. But anyway, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, they are having baby number two. And they revealed this in this really lovely park, um, black and white shoot, which was in various publications. Um, And, you know, the one person that seems to be very obsessed with Meghan Markle, Piers Morgan, has had a lot to say about this, you know, in regards to the fact that, you know, Meghan recently sued the Daily Mail for, you know, like privacy issues and she won thank God. Um, and he was basically saying that they want their privacy, but yet they're doing this magazine spread or announcing a new pregnancy on their social media for all the publications to pick it up. And he believes they're just trying to control the media. It's not that like they want privacy, they just want to control which parts that the media, you know, prints about their life. And it's very interesting because I don't know how Piers is not seeing that, you know, the British media in several okay on several occasions have been very like cruel um, towards Meghan for no reason, and there's been several comparisons. For example, with um, William's wife, what's her name, Kate, with Kate Middleton, and how they praise her for doing the tiniest things. And if if Meghan was to do the same thing, for example, the avocado, they were praising Kate for the avocado, and you know whatever she did with it, and they were, like, they blamed, they almost tried to blame Meghan for, for world hunger, um, with her avocado, um, with her love for avocados, and, like, her outfits always scrutinized, no matter what she does, like, let's call a spade a spade, because, you know, a lot of people have, I, I believe rightly highlighted that this is none other than racism, this is none other than discrimination, based on the fact that Meghan is, you know, a mixed-race woman she has some black in her and the royal family they're used to that you know there's been several headlines where it's like just something about her that we're not merging it's the fact that she's got black in her just and you know speaking on the pregnancy as well some people have had issues with Meg opening up about her pregnancy but it's like why should she not share her joy when it was only in November 2020 that she announced Or revealed that she went through the really sad ordeal of of a miscarriage. Like let us into very sad moment in her life to highlight that miscarriages are quite common and that women are not alone through their struggles, um, through their struggles with miscarriages. And now she shares her pregnancy and people still have an issue. I just think some of the British people, the British media just don't like her. And Piers, I don't know, the obsession is is alarming. I think it's alarming. every like he scrutinizes everything. Um bit of a weirdo, I'm not gonna lie. But um and also guys, um since stepping away from their roles as senior royals, they haven't actually done any interviews, but they will be giving one to Oprah Winfrey. This is due to be taking place on CBS, and it's due to be aired on the 7th of March. And apparently, it's going to go like this. So, Meghan's going to have a conversation with Oprah, and then um, Harry's going to join them, and they're just going to tell all, from career, to their love, to their relationship. Um, I think it still shocks some British people, and also the royal f- Family, Maybe some, maybe not all of the members of the social, of the royal family, but I'm pretty sure it shocks them that basically Harry chose Meghan and he chose peace. There's still a lot of conspiracy theories about what happened with his mother and... I think he just went for love based on he doesn't want like a repeat of history and honestly I respect him highly for that um but I think they're still not happy about that. You guys let me know what you think about the British press um and versus Megan, Piers Morgan versus Megan. Are you looking forward to the interview? Are you happy for them and their new bundle of joy? I know I am. Let me know in the comment section down below. Go to your liberty. Now your liberty news. This one is just uh, it's one that's really like broken my heart again like my country Nigeria my people, Nigeria. I don't know whether you guys have kind of seen what happened over the last weekend. Um, maybe because it was Valentine's weekend, it kind of felt like a bit of a blur for a lot of people. Um, but it began unfolding on Saturday, I believe it was. Um, there was a protest arranged to protest against the reopening of the toll gates in Lagos, Nigeria. Um, it was 2010-20 last year, where sadly a massacre took place. And, you know, fire was opened on innocent civilians um, for protesting against and against SARS. It was the N-SARS protest, and they were at the Leckie toll gates. There was a curfew announced right in the middle of the day. And a lot of them said, no, we pin, we're not moving. Um, and soldiers were literally released on them. You know, there's there's, been, there's evidence various publications around the world have picked it up. Various video, live video, live video evidence of this taking place and till today there's still no justice um, as far as I know for the people that passed um, and there's still no answers in terms of who opened fire, who ordered um, for the soldiers to go, who who gave the order, we still don't know. Um, so they just casually reopened leaky gates and Nigerians were exercising their rights against the reopening of the toll gates and saying you people have still not given us an answer. Yes, you've opened a panel, but we still don't have answers and as far as we're concerned, we still don't have justice. Um, Mr. Macaroni, um, celebrity, quite popular, makes a lot of skits around like sugar daddies, you know, all that stuff. Sometimes me, I feel like it's a bit too much for me, like some of his videos, yes, I find them funny, but I also see them as educational, Funny enough, um, I believe that's just his avenue. So send a message to teach people things, you know, using something that people like, um, jokes, comedy, um, the sugar daddy industry, you know, funny, something funny to send a message. Um, quite similar to what trending actually you know people love trending topics I use it also to pass in the message to teach people things so yeah I do like it but you know not my cup of tea all the time if that makes sense but yes so he's been doing these sketches and you know very popular as a result of them and you know he was there at the Nsars protest last year and he hasn't given up in terms of he still wants the Nigerian government to do right by the youth um now he he along with a lot a several other people were basically at the protest and were arrested and bundled into a truck like like everyone calls like i just it like even if one say some people are saying like criminals, but is that how you really treat criminals even criminals though um Stripped them, were beaten them. They were bundled like sardine into this small bus. Heat. Just bundled, dehumanised. They were filming them like... It was... It was really sad for me to see. And, you know, a lot of people reposted. uh, It's an interesting one because a lot of people reposted it. Because they wanted to share awareness about what was happening. But also, it was very dehumanizing to Mr. Macaroni and the people that were in the truck. There so many celebrities, including people like Files the Bad Guy. They changed their mind. They removed the video. They said, it's not fair for these people to be seen that way because that was the purpose of that that video. They wanted to dehumanize them. They wanted to instill fear in the Nigerians so that they wouldn't go out there and protest anymore. It's like, when did protesting become illegal? When did protesting become something that is criminalized, except or we are in a military rule? Um, And when I say we are Nigerians, I think that needs to be communicated. Is this a democracy or is this a military rule? I think that needs to be clear. Or is it just a farce? Is that no one is allowed to express their human rights in Nigeria anymore? Um, the right to peaceful protest is a, is a right that's afforded by law, according to um Nigerian law. So I don't know why every time there's a protest, they carry police, they carry guns, they carry everything to go and harass them. Meanwhile, in other countries around the world or where these protest is allowed the police is usually there to protect the civilians from people like the man in the last protest that carried machetes to go and be attacking people that's what the police are there for not to kill the protesters um it was really sad and you know i think the tiniest silver lining in all this or one thing that did make me smile um, in spite of the sadness was that Mr. Macaroni was highlighted as somebody that he's been doing this since secondary school. A lot of his classmates were basically saying this is him, like he fights against injustice, he will wash the gutter for juniors who are under um, punishment so that they don't get in trouble the next day. He is like, he's been doing activism, this isn't because it's trending because this isn't because nsars is trending this isn't for clout this is who he is um and he did put out a video um basically saying he's okay he's still taking treatment ah he looks sad in that video i was just like to my friend kasha madupe that he's okay because the worst could have happened 2010 20 could have repeated itself Um, if word was not out that people we're already been arrested oh they took this they took that if word was not out people would have died clean and clear. They, they were saying it they were telling us that shoot you nothing will happen if it was night all of them don't die you understand so we're in serious shit um it's really sad i don't know nigeria also me because i'm sure like many diasporans, um like myself who are in love with their culture, who grew up in Nigeria, I grew up there till I was 10. I wanted to move back after university, but just seeing the way things have just unfolded, it's like people there want warfare jackpot, like they want to run away. It's not me that will now leave to go, you know, it's, it's sad that, you know, going back to my country is something I have to think about in terms of my safety, you know, it is well you guys let me know what you think of this, but Mr. McElroy, shout out to you, if you ever see this, like, you are a brave man, as, along with the people that went out, um, but I, yeah, I just, yeah, my heart to him, and the people that were, were treated and dehumanized in that way, they did not deserve that, um, and I really pray that the spirits of Nigerians are not, are not, are not permanently broken. In terms of social trend, Namaste Wahala was trending over the Valentine's Weekend. Obviously, it aired on a Sunday on Netflix. And guys, if I'll say one line about this movie, it was all kinds of dramatic. Spoiler alerts, okay? Um, I'm going to say some things that you might not want to know. Um the scene that made me realize this movie is dramatic um was you know there was the beach scene and they just suddenly started singing I was like oh my goodness this is definitely a Nollywood Bollywood fusion um I think it was funny personally my favorite scene um was the scene with um what's his name I've forgotten his name uh Bloshagi. He's absolutely hilarious. That was my favourite scene. Some criticism i have, like, arisen, not on social media. Lots of people have talked about the quality, that it was um, just dragging. For me, around 15 minutes, it was dragging. I was like, okay, are we going to reach a resolution right now? Or are we just going to keep dragging the storyline in terms of they're being rude to one another? Um, it was kind of like, it's just a guilty pleasure. Like, it wasn't what i would call the highest of quality in terms of production storyline but it was just feel good if that makes sense you know a lot of people said some people said they couldn't finish it um i finished it just to finish it like i i kind of yeah i understand why they wouldn't want to finish it um but i think it was just a feel good movie um I do think the storyline could have developed a bit better. Maybe some more things in terms of cultural clashes. I mean, right at the end, there was something about, you know, Bride Price and how Indians versus Nigerians do it, which is quite interesting. But yeah, overall, feel good movie, funny movie. I would say like a six, seven out of 10. Yeah, you guys let me know. Have you seen Lamaste Wahala? Did you like it? Did you feel like the storyline in terms of um, Forbidden Marriage as movies is kind of overdone? You guys let me know in the comment section down below. And in terms of world news, guys, lockdown, lockdown is allegedly due to be eased in the UK um, from like March the 8th. Um, Boris has basically announced that, you know, schools, they're planning to reopen schools um, as the R rate has gone below one. And they are also on track in terms of vaccinations, vaccinating the over 70s. So much so that, you know, we're kind of ahead of, In terms of their timeline, what they planned, or when they planned to have vaccinated, like over 65, 70s, the most vulnerable within the population. So far, it's been kind of vibes in the UK in terms of how the pandemic has been handled. A lot of, like, ignoring of, like, scientific advice um by Boris by Boris and his peeps um so I don't know I don't trust it I, the vaccines going well really good I think that was their strategy from from the beginning personally I believe that was what they were planning anyway they weren't planning to use border control or they weren't planning to use um anything else it was just herd immunity and when the vaccines come out vaccination immunity that was always their plan so I'm not surprised that it's going well um, but I do think this season there needs to be more strategy in terms of actually working with the scientists this time around because if you think about it, we went into lockdown last year, March 23rd. We are approaching March again, though. It's been almost a year and it seems like we're right back at the same spot. So the only difference this time now, vaccinations are happening and vaccinations are not due to be completed until July. Um, so I do worry about, you know, they're saying things like they want to start opening pubs, um, but not indoors, outdoors, as if corona you know say oh no we're outside it's the oxygen outside let's stop that <laughs> rule of six things like that um when people haven't fully been vaccinated i don't know whether it's a time i don't want us to ease lockdown prematurely again and then the basically the r rate goes up again i think that's kind of my worry with that and then we'll be right back at the same spots yeah guys you guys let me know what you think of that in the comment section down below And that's all I really have for you guys in terms of what's trending. And just before I go, guys, I wanted to say thank you for your comments last week. I was feeling a bit emotional about, you know, just content and wasn't sure, you know, where to kind of go next. But, um, yeah, thanks for your encouraging comments and the fact that you guys recognise how we do things on this channel and it's not you know in a toxic way and etc etc so I think we just need those reminders and I'm a very open person I like to be honest with you guys about you know why I'm feeling the way I'm feeling I thought it was better for me to kind of let you guys in on that rather than do the show of low energy and you're wondering what's wrong um so yeah thank you so much for for that guys I'm going to go over to chat with Mo, I'm going to be talking about, you know, um, since it is the season of love, I'm going to be talking about when he knows he knows, and how, you know, sometimes talking stages can be a scam. Um, This was inspired by a thread, men, when did you know, when did you propose, etc, etc, etc. So you guys catch me over on to chat with Mo. welcome to another installment of chit chat with mo where we have controversial debates honest conversation and so much more so today's video is actually inspired by you know a thread that i saw on twitter um and the question was asked you know men when did you know when your woman when did you know that your woman was the one for you and a lot of men you know varied answers but all seem to be you know under the same theme in terms of Sometimes he knew straight away, sometimes it was within three months that he proposed, sometimes it was within six months, it was within the year um, There was one, I think the, the, the quickest one I saw was five days, I was like, ha, this one is serious um, I think one said that they, they got engaged, like, say they get they got engaged today, they were married the next day And you know, a lot of them have said, you know, we've lasted 25 years so far, 30 years and counting, etc., etc., etc. It was really nice seeing those stories. Um, For a lot of them, they knew straight away, or it was very quick. It was a very quick analysis and decision making process, which highlighted to me something it was not, which was there was no confusion. There was no, oh, let's go with the flow. Let's do a two year talking stage. Let's. You know those in those kind of excuses that you hear sometimes. I'm not sure about you. I'm now in an amazing relationship, like all glory to God. Um, and you guys know that I've shared my my various like journeys in like terms of dating, my heartbreak, my year of singleness when I was intentionally single, didn't want to date anybody, when I came into realising and knowing my worth, you know, exercising things like boundaries, being more vocal about things I wanted, you know, in a relationship, being more specific about things I wanted, being able to let go when it wasn't what I wanted. You know, I've shared various different stories with you guys and trust me, I've had my fair share of... I'm not sure about you or I'm confused about where this is going or let's go with the flow. I think the biggest burn in terms of that one, like, like I, even after my healing and everything, I still felt for somebody that, you know, didn't necessarily say they were confused about me. Um, no, to be honest, I should have, I should have gotten the gist that they were confused about me because anytime that I would ask like, you know, where is this going? They would kind of say, it's not that I'm writing off a future, but it's, I'm not saying that I see one either. Do you understand? So it was kind of like he would say, I'm not saying never, but not right now. So that was what he kind of used to keep me on his string of, you know, she will always be there when I call kind of thing. But yeah, I've, I've kind of noticed that from experience, from hearing other women's stories, I think one thing that can I can really quickly gather is that anyone that is confused about you, nine times out of 10, it's a no. I believe when someone is sure about you, they're sure. And they express that in their words and in their actions. And that's not to say there aren't some people that change their mind. I absolutely believe that there's some people that initially they're like, hmm, um, and then they change their minds. Um, but then I've noticed that usually when people are in that mode when they're trying to decipher, they usually keep that to themselves and then they tell you. But when they begin to voice out confusion, that's when you know that actually it's a no because it seems to be not just an internal battle but an external battle to the point where you have to say it out as well yeah I, I strongly believe that when a guy knows he knows and you'll see that in his conduct towards you how he treats you um is he consistent um and this isn't me not trying to give you know relationship advice or whatnot because I never want to be that blogger that oh because she's now in a relationship she feels like she can advise no, no 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 I feel like it can be quite patronizing but I am speaking from you know that time when I was in and I believe I did a video about it in my worst situation. we did a live stream about it it was genuinely my worst place like I I he was so confused that he also confused me um but then when you experience the other side and you see and you hear other stories of people being sure and just going for what they want you realize that wow why did I waste all my time waiting for somebody to try and decide if they were sure about me um now in this generation there's this thing called the talking stage and you guys if you if you working with me for this channel for a long time you know that like more hate hits, need more hits. It's concepts here, talking stage, what are you talking about? That is always my response. Like, what are you talking about for so long Um, that you don't, for instance, just want to call it dating? I believe when you're getting to know someone, you're going out on dates, that's dating. But perhaps this talking stage thing has been used to kind of rip people into improper courtship or improper courting um an improper romance in terms of getting to know somebody like just very lazy poor attempts to courting somebody's daughter in terms of I'm just going to have bare conversations with you and you know when I'm ready you know we'll take it to the next level or we might not that just might be the end and you're not really meant to catch feelings anyway why are you upset at me for talking to somebody else because we're just talking right It just seems like a way to kind of minimise or, I don't know, just create an irrelevant stage that minimises the whole process of getting to know somebody properly and courting somebody properly and being intentional about somebody's feelings and your feelings and how you're communicating, how you feel about them. It just seems like a cop-out to me, especially when it's long. You know, some people might say the talking stage is a valid stage and I can understand why people might say that because some people prefer to actually get to know someone via text, calling them before going out on dates and stuff. I've always been the we like each other, let's go let you know, let's go out on dates. Maybe like a quick Text or whatever, but you know, I haven't been more. Uh, maybe because I'm a quality time person in terms of my love language, and um, that is probably my, my top love language. So, I'm not somebody that likes to hide behind a phone. I like to actually see you physically, spend time with you, feel your vibe. Do we connect? Do we gel? So, I think a lot of people can fake a connection through the phone and can act a certain way. I believe also, you know, social media age, a lot of catfishes out here. Okay, <laughs> I would rather see what I'm working with. Even on FaceTime, I don't care. People can do different angles. Um, people can look a certain way based on different types of lighting. But in person, what you see is what you get. You see everything. You can analyze everything from top to bottom. So for me, oh, that is better. For me, dating isn't this huge word that is like, oh, my gosh, it's serious. I believe dating is just getting to know people. Um... But I, I do I do hear and I have experienced have I experienced long talking stages. No, I've always been the dating type. Except for that situationship guy. No, that guy all oh, oh, really messed me up in terms of ah ah uh-uh, more you know better than this. Um, he was a type that would never like take me out. We would always be doing movie Netflix and chill indoors. Um, I really should have been able to tell, but sometimes guys are very like conniving with their words and they're able to cajole you into things that ordinarily you wouldn't usually accept um which is why you yourself as a woman I believe you need to be very sharp and analyze don't think with your feelings think with your head like what is good in the situation it's not about how I feel about him it's about how he's treating me how does that reflect what he feels about me there is a thing also about you know within in the Christian community a lot of people get married quickly so they can but we're back the way to that rest in the circle. And honestly, it's biblical, though. It does say that if you're burning with passion, go and marry. I also think sex shouldn't be the sole reason. Um, If it's a part of the reason why, you know, you want to honour God with your body. You want to have sex within the confines of where God has said, you know, you know, go ahead and do it. That's your, that's your license. Your sex license is marriage. Go ahead and, you know, enjoy yourself. And you genuinely love the person and you feel like you can't wait anymore. I don't think there's anything wrong with, but if that's the only reason that you're not really seeing a future with this person, then I would be worried. But we do hear a lot of the Christian brothers, as soon as they know, it's within three to six. I've heard of three to six months marriages, but also it's not just limited to the Christian communities. I have seen, you know, a lot of people will say that it's because of sex, because some Christians are waiting for marriage to have sex, it's easy to make that connection but also you see people in the world as well like people that aren't necessarily religious that i have just known within the first year um even when they were having sex with their partners outside of marriage they've just known that this is a person I want to spend my life with so why kind of waste time um there's also the people that will be saying that they want to get to know you I saw some interesting commentary around compatibility versus commitment from today I actually really really agree with him I think um Yes, there are some things that you should flesh out very early on. Are you actually compatible? But you cannot be searching for compatibility for five years. Like, there comes a point where you have to be, just be like, okay, like, I actually want to be committed to this person. And I think that's another thing. Um, Sometimes, I do believe in some cases, sometimes you may want the person, but you're not actually ready to be committed. Um, But then again, 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 (laughs) I believe when you meet the right person um, that you want to be with commitments will come the the need the desire to commit to them will come in terms of I think sometimes when you're scared of commitments and you you still don't want to commit to that person that you've been with for a long time it might be that that person isn't the right person for you whereas usually if it's not initially what you wanted you didn't you, you, you didn't really want to get married so quickly for example you meet so many brothers especially guys in church, and um, when they realize that, oh, she, she won't, she's not giving it up, or, um, she wants marriage, or, you know, etc. they, they were maybe thinking of getting married in the next three years, and then they meet the right person, and she wants to get married sooner, and they're like, you know what, because I want you, I'm gonna make that commitment, so again, I feel like that one, in terms of, I'm scared of commitment, that can be another cop-out as well, um, yeah, you guys, let me know what you think. Those of you that are watching and are married, like, what was what was the timeline in terms of you know you met, you got engaged, you got married. Those of you you know, who may be single, or have you experienced, you know, someone wasting your time, even in fact, if, you, if you're if you in a relationship as well, you know, because like, I'm in a relationship, I've experienced someone wasting my time, let me know, like, what are, what's the difference between somebody committing to you, and somebody saying, let's go with the flow, someone bringing confusion, I don't know what we are, and when you ask, what are we, for example, what have been your experiences with that, Um, have you, you know, is there anybody out there watching that, Initially, the guy was confused and then he committed, um, after even voicing that he was confused, or is it usually that when somebody is confused, it's likely a no, and those that have been sure about you are the ones that, you know, have led to, like, long-lasting relationships like marriage, long relationship leading to marriage, serious relationship leading to marriage. You guys let me know in the comment section down below. When a guy knows, does he know? And how does he treat you in terms of commitment, commitment, serious relationship, and marriage? You guys, let me know in the comment section down below, and that's all I really have for you. Simple chat Mo. Do make sure that if you liked it, share with your friends. Comment below on the things I spoke about, and subscribe to this channel for more. Until next time, guys. Peace and love. Peace and chunks. Who's in the freezer? Who's in the freezer? Yes. (laughs) Go away.